Good morning. Good morning to my faithful audience out there. How are you guys doing? It's um, January 30th. Can you believe we are only one day away from February? Oh my God, January just slipped by like this. But anyway, um, thank God we are alive. We are in the land of the living. And it's a beautiful Thursday morning. It's a beautiful Thursday morning in New York City here. I'm not sure of the temperature or the weather outside. I haven't gone outside yet, but um, it looks good. But anyway, I'm here with another episode on Appearance Here. I'm your host, Sonia. And um, the topic is um, the importance of mental health first aid training. And this training um, is required for teachers. It requires for people who have to deal with any kids or any any consumers who experiencing behavioral health issues just just as in a medical emergency you would would apply first aid it's the same in the mental health so after completing my peer advocacy training i decided to take a one-day training in mental health first aid just to enhance my basic knowledge about mental health problems and to allow me to recognize when a disorder may be developing. First, let us understand what a mental first aid is. A mental health first aid is a help offered to an individual who is experiencing a mental crisis until appropriate help and support are received. The objective of mental health first aid is to help the first aider recognize when a person is in danger. Providing support to prevent the problem from becoming much more serious. Provide comfort and support and to enhance recovery. According to research, mental disorders common in the United States, with one in five adults having a mental disorder in any one year. Wow. A National Survey of America found that 18.5% of adults 18 or older experience a mental illness in any one year. This is equivalent to 43.8 million people. Can you believe that? Looking at this statistic, I think is very much important for the public to be educated about the mental illness. You may not be the one with a diagnosis, but you may know someone who knows someone. So information is always good. It doesn't hurt to learn something that could benefit someone. Some of the main groups of mental disorders are mood disorders such as depression or bipolar disorder, anxiety disorders, personality disorders, psychotic disorders such as schizophrenia. And I never I never understand this until I did the training. And, you know, I always see people talking to themselves and I'm wondering who they're talking to. You know, I just discovered that those people are suffering from schizophrenia and they are hearing voices in their head. So they are responding to those voices. And whether you believe it or not, there are some people think that hearing voices is a gift. They actually have a um, voice hearing organization out there that people um, really believe that hearing voices is a special gift. Eating disorders trauma-related disorders such as post-traumatic stress disorder, substance abuse disorders. These disorders affect a person's thinking, emotional state, and behavior and disrupt the person's ability to work or carry out 
other daily activities and engage in satisfying personal relationships. Just to make it clear here, this, this, that some of the disorders mentioned above can be displayed or are identified among people who consider to be normal or may not diagnosed by a clinician. To prove someone not assuming a mental health mental illness is a diagnosis. So even normal people sometimes go through these mood swings, you know, and um, you doesn't have to be diagnosed with a mental illness. You know, you have your downs and lows, you know, you're going through um, anxious situation or a depressive situation. It doesn't have to be a permanent thing. You know, humans go through things and it's natural for people to have those feelings in, in life. During my research, it stated that there are many myths and misunderstandings about mental health problems. Common myths include the idea that people with mental disorders are dangerous, that it is better to avoid psychiatric treatment, that people can use willpower to pull themselves out of mental health problems, and that only weak people have mental health problems. Um, before I was fully educated, I used to think that as well too, you know, that you could just synap out of something or whatever you're going through. But we can't be outside judging because um, it depends on the, the, uh, the chemical imbalance in the brain. And some people will say they're not taking um, antidepressant medication. Well, each individual is different. You know, some people don't need it. While, you know, some people probably just need um, CDP, cognitive um, behavioral therapy, or, you know, the medication is needed, depend on the individual. So, you know, it's not so quick to judge things. And, um, you know, most time on the, we're on the outside, that's what happened. We're quick to judge. Not educated on this illness and result, could result in denial and ad, um, avoidance. Have you ever recognized a situation, maybe in a close friend or a family member that you associated with and recognize that something is going on? Something is going on differently. And when you address the topic to the individual, they all get defensive. Have any anyone um, recognized that? Well, I, I have that. I, I dealt with that before. And, and they are so quick to say nothing is wrong with me. That's being in denial of reality whereby if you recognize um, something is going wrong and, and, you know, take it in action right then and there, um, things wouldn't have to escalate or get out of control. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, don't let our ego get in the way of us recognizing um, the help we need. Okay. Anyway, I'll just take a break here for now. So, according to researchers, according to researchers, many people with mental health problems do not seek help or delay seeking help. In recent studies in the United States, only 41% of people who had a mental disorder in the past year received professional health care or other services. Even when people seek treatment, many wait for years before doing so. The longer one takes to seek help, the more difficult their recovery can be. Also, people with mental health problems are more likely to seek help if someone close to them suggests it. And that someone, could, uh, close, that someone close could be a peer support specialist. 
For those of you who probably listen to my podcast for the first time, a certified peer specialist is an individual who are on the road to recovery, seek to share their experiences and to help others by becoming a certified peer specialist. Peers receive training that enables individuals that knows what they are talking about and more importantly are individuals that patients can come to trust. I remember when I was doing my intern and we have the, the programs and most of those consumers when they come to the groups and you know they they rather listen to the peers instead of um the um, facilitators because they they believe in the peers and trust the, pe the peers that they have more experience you know and in, in you know relating to what they are going through and they can understand them much better so um, it's nothing to take personal it's just to know that they rather you know would trust someone who have a live experience of what they are experiencing Sometimes God places us in situations that we don't even understand. Believe me, I, I, I agree and believe in this. Um, but through our lens, we may see it as critical. You know, we'll say, why me? Why this happened to us? But sometimes it places us um, in, a, in a situation where it could be a stepping stone for us to get from one level to the next. It's only after my dad passed. I realized, I realized some of the traits in me and that the spiritual legacy he leaves behind. So, you know, I never recognized mm -hmm. these things. I used to, you know, see my dad doing stuff and, and, and wondering why is he doing certain things. This legacy has enabled me to get beyond the stigma of mental illness and enabled me the boldness to share the experience with others. So with me doing these podcasts, podcast it's it you know it it strengthens me and um you know it helps me and give me the boldness to make this choice that i made to sharing this information i can remember as a young girl growing up you know this is my personal story i can remember as a as a girl growing up in the caribbean people with mental illness was referred to as um mad crazy psycho and and then people would scorn them you know and would treat them like trash you know but because my dad's humanist my my dad's humanist towards these people they gravitate easily to him and he would bring them home. He would bring them to the house and my mom would cook and feed them, you know, close them. And if they have sores, you know, otherwise known as a wound, my mother would clean it and dress it and take care of them. And at the end of the day, these people would leave for their homes because we never have a, a, a place to, to keep these people. They would just come just because of my dad and, you know, we do what we can for them and then they will leave for the, for the, end, of the, leave the end of the day. But then as a small girl though, I used to wonder why, you know, why my parents doing all this? Why are all these people coming to my house? You know, I could not comprehend, my mind couldn't comprehend it, you know. The reason for my parents to be doing this but even at that time when i was diagnosed with post postpartum i didn't understand what is mental illness i chose to attend the peer specialist training to educate myself on the illness and with expectation to use the information to help others who may not know how to ask for help 
So in closing, um, personally looking at my journey now, where I am today and where I am coming from, the role of a peer was nested in me. And I will say that again, that the role of a peer was nested in me from an early age. I just did not recognize it. I was taught to treat people with respect, no matter who they are, in a humanistic, humanistic way and not like animals, you know. Nowadays, we are so busy rushing, going about our job and our daily activities, you know, sometimes stepping over these homeless people. We, we don't spend even a moment to just stop and to share some encouraging words and to see in what area we can offer some help or to offer a sandwich, a shirt, or even some wipes. I remember this girl, you know, in, in the group I was interning saying that she buy a big tub of um, wipes, wet wipes, and she put them in, in um, Ziploc bags and, you know, give them out on the train to the homeless. You know, none of us, we don't need to look down on each other because none of us know what the future holds. You know, I agree that if you make plans and for the future, you know, you may not end up that way, but you don't, life is so unpredictable. So let us do what we can for others and treat others the way that we would want to be treated. Um, I just want to leave this quote here that treat all humans with respect because you never know where the future is going to take you. And this is from me, you know, treat all humans with respect because you never know where future, where the future is going to take you. And I've come to the end of this another episode of A Peer Is Here. Um, you can, um, you know, sponsor my, my episodes, you know, um, you know, it would be generous, you know, I'm not asking, but it would be so kind and generous, you know, for you, for, you know, sponsorship, you know, knowing that every little make a model. And, um, as we used to say back in the Caribbean and, um, every little helps and, um, share it. You know, the most important thing I am requesting is that you guys share this information. Please share it. It could save someone's life. It could help someone. And I also want to open a message link where, you know, people can leave messages. I could respond if there are any question or if any help that I can offer, I'm willing to do so. Okay, so um, I'm saying goodbye for now and take care until um, another episode of A Peer Is Here. I'm your host, Sonia. Bye.